This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And if you're listening and you're like many small business owners, you are not communicating or following up with your top contacts consistently. And when you do connect, you probably don't have the right information to steer the conversation in a meaningful direction. Meaning... You have no idea what to say to people when you actually talk to them. And that's why you need to have an effective CRM. So today we're going to talk about how to build an effective database in as little as five minutes and without spending a cent. So this is really kind of based off of probably our top performing blog post of all time which is titled How wow. to Build an Effective Database in Five Minutes. But we've updated it. We've updated it throughout the years a couple different times. So Gabrielle, uh, she writes all of the show notes for us. She also produces most of the blog content for us. She updated this recently with some nice. tips from people that we've had on Stay Paid. So we're going to kind of talk about that. If you're someone that's struggling with building out a database or maintaining that database, this episode's for you. Nice. Uh, database is your the value of your business. If you're in a service-based business like accounting, financial advising, insurance, real estate, mortgage, a list goes on and on. The value of your business is your client list and your prospect list because that is if you nurture that correctly keep track of that correctly you actually have something to pass on whether it's to your kids or to sell it to another person yeah so true first step is going to be obvious you got to build your database so beyond the obvious information that you need to collect your first name last name address phone number and emails uh, for everybody, you might not have some of that information. So this is yep. your opportunity to kind of start working through and getting everybody into your database that's in your friends and family, that's in your past clients, that's in your sphere of influence. Yep. Um, and then one of the ways you can do it, if you don't have their addresses, you can text them. Like it's such a natural uh, question to send to people. Kind of like think about it if you were throwing a party or you wanted to invite people to a a bridal shower or something like that or baby shower like you would text them be like hey i'm having this thing would love to get your address so i can send you an invitation it's the same thing with your marketing hey uh would love to send you something uh from my business uh do you mind sending me your address yeah i think a big challenge for all of you guys is your social routine so where you go to the gym where you go get your coffee where you do your grocery shopping where you go for church like all these things whatever your hobby is do you have those people in your database and if you don't that is a massive problem. You should be actually introducing yourself and trying to collect their information. Who are we speaking to? It was a guest that literally got a client in line at Starbucks. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Top producers do. They're just relationship they were just, They just started talking about it, got into the real estate conversation, and then literally said, hey, I'd love to get your contact information if yeah. I could be of help. Exactly. And that's exactly how that was built because they saw them in Starbucks like every day. You could also use sites like binverified.com, B-E-E. 
nverified.com or whitepages.com to try and collect people's addresses as well. Uh, and then we actually have a free template uh, that we'll link to uh, to our blog in the show notes that will help you start uh, building out your database. The second one here is now once you've built your database, you have to segment your database. So I'm going to take some advice from Bar Betts that was on the podcast in the past because you can segment your database in tons of different ways. You could call them A client, B client, sure. C client, right? You could call them sphere of influence, friends and family, advocates, however you want to segment it. She does it by uh, kind of using a flight analogy. So she has her first class clients. These are her raving fans. They hear from her at least once every one to two weeks. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are invited to all of the client events, including the very formal or private ones or the exclusive ones. And here's the unique part about it. She considers people in first class if referrals from this segment don't require a listing presentation because her clients have already sold wow. her, which is really your definition of a rate. Yeah, fan. that is a first class. Speaking of first class, when we were on our way back from Dallas, we always sit in business or in economy. Yeah. Andrew got upgraded to first class. <laughs> now like, you sat in the back. Yeah, I said in the back. I was like, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, Andrew, enjoy it, man. You deserve it. Because he flies so much. Dude. The guy has like 300 plus thousand miles already, and he already used a bunch of miles. But he anyways. is a traveling beast. No, so that's first class. Business class is your next one. These people actually share a lot in common with the folks in first class, but the relationship might not be as close. So think about it as your first class, probably your friends. These are people that you, you have a relationship yes. with. Your business class, still highly valuable contacts, but maybe more of an acquaintance. So friend versus acquaintance there. Yep. These are the ones that are going to get invited to the holiday party, but maybe not the private dinner. If you look at it through a client events lens, they're communicated with uh, at least once a month and they actively connect you to new leads. So highly valuable relationships, um, but maybe not the inner circle type of thing. Your next step is economy. These are made up of people that know and like you. Uh, but maybe you don't have that uh, further relationship with, or maybe they're not sending you active business. These get communicated with at least once a quarter. And then you have your standby. This is basically everybody else. I think Barb even framed it as past clients that she's worked with 15 years ago. She might recognize them in the grocery store, but might not remember their name. These are the ones that you want to make sure you're connected to on social media. You might not be sending them something, or you might not be working on getting their full contact information, including their address, uh, but you still want to stay connected with them because they are part of your sphere interesting i see it like when i think of this like standby type i think of almost like the anonymous public like the social uh sphere that you have at the gym yeah. at, the, at starbucks i wouldn't classify like a past client from 15 years ago i know it's interesting unless i guess bar pets is probably has lost touch with them and that's why I think uh, so. so that's more of a failure at not calling her out but just as more of a failure on keeping touch but i would classify that as these people they know of you but they don't really know what you do. They, they may they, have filled out a lead form maybe, from your Facebook yeah, ad once upon they, a time. They, it's more of an acquaintance than yeah. anything. Yeah. Other ways to look at segmenting your database. So you can do it by the relationship type, which is that way. Another way you can do it is by the value that they bring. So yes. that lifetime value. And when you calculate the lifetime value, and I'll, I'll take real estate as an example, but this would apply to any business where referrals are of value to you and, and you rely on referrals, you not only want to look at how many times has this person transacted with you, right? So have they purchased or sold a couple homes with you? That calculates into their lifetime value. How many referrals have they sent you that has converted to clients? You yeah. want to track that and you can track that in your CRM because if someone refers someone to you and that person closes, 
that lifetime value gets applied to the person that referred them out. So that's another yeah. way that you could segment your database. And then all of that database, we'll talk about it here in a little bit, actually triggers or or steers the type of marketing and the type of touch points that you would want to do with that person. Yeah, agree. 100%. Keep in mind, 80-20 rule, 20% of your business or 80% of your business is going to come from 20% of those people on your list. All right, information to include in your database. You want to include important dates. This would be the last time you spoke with them, goals that you have for a follow-up call, their home anniversary, wedding anniversary, birthday, really any date that is important. Uh, types, uh, Type of contact. So what's their preferred communication channels, whether it's a text message, calling, emailing, DM. We had someone on the podcast recently that was like, they even got it down to uh, who prefers to be direct messaged on yeah. Instagram mm -hmm. because they found like they were texting them and then they would end up getting a DM on Instagram. Yeah. Like, okay, this person must just prefer rather, yeah. to communicate over Instagram notes from your recent conversations or encounters, life changes. Uh, this could be hobbies, pets, kids, sports. This was a, a super important tip that I learned very early on from a management. I used to listen to a podcast called manager tools and they said during your one-on-one -on -one meetings, like write down the names of your direct significant other, their That's pets' really names, good. their yeah. children's names, because you, when you refer to those people that are important to them in their life by name, they feel more important. They feel listened to. Hmm. And that's a great tip for your clients as well, making sure that you know the kid's name so you can ask them, hey, how, the, how, how are Chloe and Ryan's uh, summer going? Yeah, and the good acronym we always give is FORD, F-O-R-D, Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. You should create fields in your CRM to have family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Recreation is like your hobbies. Yeah. And that way you document that every time you talk to them. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Josh, how's your golf game going? Yeah. Really not bad. Good. It's not good, guys. It's really, really yeah. bad. Important dates, type of contact, notes from recent conversations, and then social media accounts. You keep a log of their social media accounts as well. That'll help you find them and connect on social media. Super easy. Next step is to commit to keeping it up to date. So you want to use your CRM to drive your daily activity because those are the relationships that you want to focus on. If you haven't spoken with someone in your first class in a while, you need to make sure that you have record of that so that you don't forget uh, to follow up with them consistently update it in real time to keep from getting backed up so it's kind of the the thing where it's like if something takes five minutes or less to do do it now correct right because otherwise it just piles up and then eventually it'll take hours or an entire weekend to do it same thing with your crm if you let that little things pile up uh, you'll never get to it but in order to combat that, you can also set a monthly or a quarterly time block on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. Put four-hour chunk on a Friday yeah. morning, whatever day you have that you find yourself falling into operational or routine tasks. Put some time on your calendar to update that and clean out your CRM. And then the final tip that we'll give is you have to act on it. Yeah. I always tell people what you re reward gets repeated. Mm. So what you reward gets repeated. That means if you don't have a good CRM where you're documenting the conversations that you have, who gives you referrals, who's done business with you, then you can't reward them. Mm. And therefore, they won't repeat it. Mm. So, and it applies to you in your life. What you reward yourself with, you will repeat because we're seekers of pleasure. People want to seek reward. And so, you have to have a CRM that helps you manage and document things so you can actually put in systems of reward. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reward and acting on it, Sean Carpenter, I'm always reminded. I don't know if he still does this. So, Sean, if you're listening, uh, send us a message. Let us know if you still do this. But he would do his five for five yeah. in the morning, so right? Like where he'd do handwritten, handwritten notes. notes. Yep. He would do hot sheets yep. or no, four, uh, sorry, he was 4-H. Handwritten notes, hot sheets, 
I'm not going to remember. I think happy birthday is like he'd go on social yep. media. I'm not going to remember all, all four of them. You can go back and listen to his interview. But what he would do is he would uh, let himself go across the street and get a cup of Starbucks coffee. Yes. Yeah, but after he did, he trained his himself kind of like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> but absolutely, you want to automate your marketing based on the relationship level and the frequency, meaning what type of marketing yes. they tend to prefer, whether that's direct mail or digital. You want to make sure that you're calling regularly. You want to make sure that you're doing those types of contacts that you talk about the face-to-face voice-to-voice screen-to-screen contacts and act on your crm there you go thank you so much for listening you can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode will also link out to that blog post that has some templates in there Uh, and if you like this episode and want to share your support go to apple podcast drop us a five-star review along with a comment we'll read it here on the show and the best way to show your support is to share this episode with a friend uh speaking of you know, people that you might have on your list and, and like beer might be a, a hobby or an interest of somebody, you know, yeah. maybe going and getting a beer with someone on your list is a good way. The older to, you get, the less beer you can drink. Build that relationship. Just FYI. And maybe you have some lumberjacks on your list. So I'm just, I'm look, I'm hypothetical. I'm hypothesizing here. Hypothesizing. Uh, hypothesizing. <laughs> You're hypothesizing. What is a lumberjacks? What is a lumberjacks favorite style of beer? I don't know. A lager. Yeah. That's great. That is that's, great. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. That's a good dad. That's good. That's I good. like Ethan's reaction to that one. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. I'm going to give you an action item, which will blow your mind, but we've been at this for a really long time, and it's a shame that this is still the action item that I have to give. You must put your names and addresses into a CRM system. You must have a database that actually collects your names and addresses. You know it, and I know it. There are people that you've met right now that you do not have their first name, last name, and address in your system, or contact information, I'll say. And you've got to get that. If you believe that this is a relationship business, that this is a contact sport, that the more contacts you make, the more relationships relationships you build, the more success you'll have. Why would you not spend the time to actually collect the names of the relationships that you want to build so you can drip on them, so you can nurture them, so you can act upon what we just said? Why would you not? The difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business, top producers take action. Take action on that today.